Once again, validation doesn't mean I approve of it. That does. doesn't mean I go. No. But but just like you said, everybody's story has value and worth and needs to be on. I'm Susan Goss, and as a seasoned therapist of more than 15 years, I'm honored to have had the opportunity to gain so much wisdom from so many people and love passing that knowledge on to others. So join me and some of my favorite friends as we share some tangible truths with you. Welcome back to Tangible Truth Podcast. We're so excited to have you join us. We would also love for you to help us help other people find this podcast. We would also love for you to help us help others find this podcast by going to wherever you listen to this podcast and review with five stars. And that will do it. We would so appreciate that, getting the word out for the podcast. So joining us again today is Brad Franklin. Hello, Susan Goss. Hello, Brad Franklin. Last week, we had the best time talking about connection, about actually giving uh, the listeners a language to help connect and make and form a healthy connection with whoever they're with, whatever relationship. Yes, you and I are marriage therapists, but we also help anyone form a healthy connection, right? We are in the connection business. We are in. That's what we sell every day. The connection business. You said it. And so just to sum up, a kind of a review for last time is, and you need to go back and hear the podcast between Brad and myself, because we really covered so many things about a healthy connection. But we talked about, actually ended on talking about uh, forgiveness, being in a posture of grace that Brad was talking about. Humility invites that grace. And I was saying, when you're in a posture of grace all the time, it's so much easier in that posture of grace to be ready to forgive. Forgiveness is a process. It invites that forgiveness. Also, we talked about a very practical piece of connection in our everyday lives is to clarify. So important because we had talked about it's important not to automatically assume the worst of another human, but to stop and go, hang on. This is what I heard you say. This is what I felt maybe from you. Is it true? To ask the question, is that true? Because we also covered, it's our research that says the brain has to finish a story, whether it's true or not. And that's a really dangerous thing. And a lot of times the brain will finish the story and it isn't true, but we act on an untruth. Boy, that gets dangerous really quick. And so, especially as it relates to relationships. So it's so vitally important in a relationship to stop and clarify and to find out what is true. Because in scripture, it says the truth sets us free, right? And we want to live in freedom. So we want to stop and clarify and and live in that truth. And so those are the two that we kind of really right. covered last time. Today, we were going to start with a third thing, validation, because that is so 
important in all healthy relationships because I've said it before, but it bears repeating over and over again that a basic human need is to be heard and understood. Absolutely. So if you say something to me, Brad, and I say something back and you were to say, Susan, I hear you. Boy, that's like salve on a wound to mm-hmm. me to know that Brad got me. He he hears me. And you may not agree with me or I may not agree with you. But if I tell you I, I hear you and let me let me think about that, then, you know, I've heard you. Right. And that's so important. Absolutely. And, and let me give us a definition here. Good working definition of validation is I'm not necessarily agreeing with you. I may even understand you where mm. you're coming from. But validation is I value you enough to take the time to listen and have the conversation, to take the time to at least try to understand. That's what validation is. Isn't that good? Uh, I like the piece you said, listen. When you take the time to listen, like really listen to someone, what does that do to them or for them? There's a lot of amazing things. You know, as Mm -hmm. therapists, think about this. People come into our office and they don't know us from Adam. Mm -hmm. You know, how do we build connection and trust? We listen first. And it's just amazing Mm -hmm. that that works time and time again. If you will simply listen to people, Mm -hmm. they will very quickly lean in, trust, and be open to you. Yeah. And, And the crazy thing is listening costs people so little and yet they're so stingy with it. I know, isn't that the truth? It is. It's amazing. It is. And and you're right. I'm, I'm glad you said what you just said about uh, listening first, because um, over the years, now I will honestly say I had to learn it. Yeah. It is true. Over the years, I generally, after I do my genogram, if you listen to the first podcast listeners, you need to go back and listen about what is a genogram. But after I do that and gather some information, I just will sit there. I just want to hear their story first. Once I've heard all their story, and then I'll even say, have I heard it? Have I heard it before we start? I'll say that. I want to make sure. Yes. I will not say a word sometimes in session for 45 minutes. And that's powerful. It is so powerful. Absolutely. And it's like I've got an alliance already. Yep. If I've heard and I've validated, say some back, have I heard? And then I'll repeat something that I've heard and everything. And they just can't believe right. that I've repeated, you know, over and over again, some of the things that I've heard and picked up in their story. Right. It's you know, amazing. One, of the, one of the biggest turning points for me in my career as a therapist is when I realized I don't have to be the smartest man in the room. No, no. I just need to listen. You need to pay attention. And in listening, mm-hmm. I will get information that mm-hmm. will inform me and make me more intelligent on mm-hmm. the situation. But at the same time, it's doing something just almost magical with that other person. Mm-hmm. When they're being listened to and they're being attended to, mm-hmm. all of us are just that just speaks to something deep inside of deep. us. I learn so much from my clients, yeah, don't you? Absolutely. And if you don't have the attitude, I'm trying to fix you, then everything changes uh, because they're telling you it's a very humbling experience. So that takes me back again, listeners, episode one, to what we talked about, humility. 
it is such a privilege to hear somebody else's story. So that's humility. So when you are lost in somebody else's story, you are part of their story. They, in turn, feel that. You, in turn, become safe to them. When you're not trying to change them, fix them, you know, you're wrong feeling that way. If you say you're wrong feeling that, how could you, you know, all these things. Because let me tell you, if you're saying that, you're like everybody else in their life. That's right. You know? That's right. And you become this safe person, which, again, your point of validation, you're valuing this story. Whether the story is good, bad, ugly, whatever, you value that you've heard this story. Right. Now, what are we going to do with it? Right. Okay, now what are we going to do? And once again, validation doesn't mean I approve of it. That does. doesn't mean I go. No. But, but just like you said, everybody's story has value and worth and needs to be honored. It needs to be honored. You're right. Doesn't mean I agree, disagree, approve, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it deserves to be heard. Absolutely. And now that we establish that, now what are we going to do with this? Right. Okay. And, and let me say this too, Susan. You know, so often, you know, especially if this is like a parent-child or even with our spouses, and we, we, we focus so much on trying to get a point across mm-hmm. or a message. And, and here's the truth. And this is a, a, a great quote from Maya Angelou. People will forget what you say. They'll even forget what you do. They'll never forget how you make them feel. And validation, more than trying to get them to hear you or understand where you're coming from, there's a feeling when you simply listen and validate that goes beyond words, Mm -hmm. that is more powerful than words when you just will attend to somebody Mm -hmm. and listen. That That is a powerful statement. Because it is very, very true. You even saying that makes my memory go back to a professor, Mm. you know, in college Mm -hmm. that made me feel this way or that way to a parent, to a, doesn't it? Absolutely. So that statement is spot on. Yeah. Because it does, you you can feel it internally. Right. When there are those Um, people in our lives, right, where once again, they were so long ago. I don't remember anything they said to no. me. I may even kind of even remember what they even quite look like. Right. But I remember how they, how they made, made me, me feel. Me feel. I. You even saying that takes me back to third and fourth grade. Absolutely. I mean, I can. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Uh, in my mind. Yes. So that is spot on. Yeah. How it makes you feel. I get that. Then. Boy, we could say we could stay the whole podcast on validation. That, that's on, a huge one. And once again, it's, it's huge. It's not difficult to do, but it's very hard to get ourselves to do it. Yes. And so they won't have to actually rewind. Could you repeat that quote again? I think it's that powerful. Yeah. So so the, the quote is, people will forget what you say. They'll even forget what you do. They'll never forget how you make them feel. I just think that is, that was worth repeating. Absolutely. I really do. Absolutely. And that kind of sums up validation, mm-hmm. the validation. Do you not think? Absolutely. You know, I mean, I that's just, what validation really it is. It really is. Is it like I said, it it the feeling part is much more powerful than any words you could say. Yeah. But when it's, you, it's hard for us to get in our heads though 
Because we want to use words all the time to make the difference. And too many words, they just shut you off. You flood people out. You Absolutely. Do. It's, it, it is flooding. Yeah. It's flooding. It's yeah. too much. So I really think that needed repeating. You bet. That really is good. Now, what you and I talked about, I hate to move on because we could talk about validation forever, but we had a fourth thing written down that we thought would help. Now, there's a lot more of these, sure. but we just kind of picked out the We're top the one. highlights here. Mm-hmm. Highlights is that connection always requires vulnerability. That's the price of admission right there. <laughs> that is the price. Process. If you can't pay the price of vulnerability, you can't get into the connection game. Oh, my gosh. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. So... What is your definition, or if you don't want to give a real definition, if that's putting you on the spot, yeah. uh, what do you think vulnerability really is? Wow. So that's another one we could spend a lot of time we on. We could, because we all have different definitions of vulnerability. Well, and, and I would even say there are different ways to get there with vulnerability. But, but basically, vulnerability is that place, kind of going back to our last time of where, you know, that stance of humility invites a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And and part of being vulnerable is humbling myself and stripping away mm-hmm. all the other stuff. And it's just me. Mm-hmm. And and when people see that vulnerability, when they feel that vulnerability with you, that is a very attractive and disarming thing. Mm-hmm. When I can be vulnerable and just let my hair down and, and, and be real and mm-hmm. talk real with you. There's just too little of that going on mm-hmm. in our world. There's a lot of talking going on, not a lot of vulnerability. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. And what we see and is true in most humans is a guard mm-hmm. is up. And we say what is expected. We say what we're supposed to. Right. We do all that. And I think this is a, a respond to this, if you will. But like for me, I'll use mm-hmm. myself as an example. I'm not vulnerable with everyone. Right. Are you nor, vulnerable nor, with everyone? And nor should you be. Okay. Right. Not everyone's safe. I feel, I feel like we need to make that point to Absolutely. the listeners. I am not vulnerable with everyone. And I don't think that it's we're, that we're supposed to be. That's right. I am vulnerable with those that are safe. To me, that is right. And so, if you're safe, I can trust you. That you know, you don't share your soul with someone that is not safe with you emotionally or physically. Of course, that's right. But emotionally, that's right. And so, if I know that person is safe, yes, I want to strip away all of the baggage, take down the guard. And be me, as you said, transparent is another word. Right. Be totally right. transparent. And Susan, let's turn that lens the other direction. If you're a person out there and people are not vulnerable with you, you need to be asking the question, am I a safe person? Well, that's a good point. Or am I doing the things that it takes to be a safe person to my spouse or to my kids? Yes, 100%. Because if people are not being vulnerable with me, there's going to be a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Good question. Mm-hmm. And so we have this two-way vulnerability, mm-hmm. what'd you call it, ticket? 
That's the yes, ticket the to connect. The ticket to admission. Yes. Right so there. That's a good question to ask on both of those vulnerability. Uh, but vulnerability is this very important piece of connection and how vulnerable are you? I think it goes back, Brad, to episode one of connection about, and this is a big piece of it, our family of origin, how we were raised. Absolutely. How easy was that? Was your family of origin, was vulnerability even a word mentioned in your family of origin? Was everybody tight-lipped? Was vulnerability like, would they laugh at you if you mentioned the word vulnerable? What are you talking about? Vulnerable, Mm -hmm. you know, and which I've had many genograms where I've I've heard that. Like, I don't know what you're talking. Like, I have had very intelligent adults that look at me asking me what I mean by the word vulnerable. Right. What about you? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely do not know what I'm talking about. I had one here a while back, and it was a mother working. um, She has a a young adult son who has a drug problem. And uh, was recognizing in conversations with me I was trying to teach her, how do you make emotional space for that kid yes. who's hurting and, and, and is doing things that are destructive? And and in teaching that, she began to realize, she says, I've never experienced that. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom and dad, they were good people and they provided well. Mm-hmm. She says, but there was never any making space for my emotions or my feelings or even my opinions. Mm-hmm. And that was just kind of an epiphany for her. And so uh, she decided, I'm going to go talk to my mom about that. And the response she got from her mom <laughs> indicated, yep, yep. Nope. <laughs> mom, mom nope. didn't know how to do that either. No. And once again, that doesn't make mom a terrible person. Right, right. She just said, no, you, you can't go someplace you don't know exists. That's exactly right. And that's what we're kind of talking about. And for a lot of people, vulnerability they know the word, but they really don't know what that is. Like, Susan, I don't know what you're talking about. Literally. Right. They do. And, and they're being very sincere, just like your client. Yeah. Did yep. not know. Or your client's mother. Right. Did not have a clue. Right. So your client, of course, did not have a clue. No. Emotional space. No. What are you talking about emotional space? Right. That sounds like psycho mumbo jumbo. Yeah, right? psycho I mean. mumbo jumbo. Right. Emotional space. What the world? Right. And uh, so this is vitally important. Right. And let's just go ahead and go there a minute. Okay. You know, so making emotional space for someone goes back to this validating of where you can tell me something that maybe I don't understand. Maybe I don't agree with. Maybe I don't like. It makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And yet I'm willing to stay in that conversation with you, I'm willing to hear you out without reacting, without getting defensive, without shutting you down. Mm-hmm. And yeah. those are some hard conversations sometimes mm-hmm. because, you know, our spouse or our kids or our friends, they can bring us some things that they do. They shake us. That, mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know that about you or I don't know what to do with that or I'm scared for you. So typically we do, we, we react mm-hmm. and we want to use a lot of words and I want to try to fix it or talk you out of it or that's not making that emotional space. Mm-hmm. And there can be time later to have those conversations, but your first step is making that emotional space. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what vulnerability is. And once you're vulnerable like that, that may later invite, they may want to know my opinion 
Dad, what yes. do you think? Yes. Honey, what do you think? Yes. But you've got to, st- once again, that's the price of admission mm-hmm. to really get in the game. If mm-hmm. you can't pay that, you're on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. 100%. And you know that my mind, where my mind is going, you saying that, yeah. is relationships beyond, you know, couples, mm-hmm. but also our adult children, our teenagers. Yeah. Are teenagers wanting to have a relationship with their parents, you saying that makes me think of that, or adult children that have launched, already left the house, but now, and maybe some of them are married. That's my case. They're yeah, they're married. Me too. And so, and you, mm-hmm. you've got, you've, you've got. Um, you got two you've married got daughters two married, and then one in college. And yes. one in college. Yeah. Both of my sons are married. When they're married, of course, we're still obviously their parent, but our relationships have changed. Yes, they should have should and at least, should right <laughs> and, and should change and, and should change, of course. But being that the dynamic changes, that would be an interesting conversation for us to have for the listeners. Right, and then you having one launch that's not married but in college, but coming back home, right. your relationship also has changed absolutely because the uh, the goal is to raise independent young men and women. Right. So we're going to have to do another episode. I think so. Uh, on that as well. So, oh, we're just going to have to do another one. But again, our time is up. So I love uh, leaving the listeners wanting more. How about sure, that? Sure, sure. Leave it that way. So thank you again for coming. My pleasure. And then we'll do this other follow-up at some point. Absolutely. And uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week, listeners. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.